JT Smith of the Front Office News checking back in for our second podcast. This one's going to be a little different because last weekend did not go as planned for the Bearcats and the Bearcats fans. As we know, the Tulsa game was postponed due to COVID-related reasons. The Bearcats got hit with a bug and they did not get to get their first road test on Saturday. The good thing is the Bearcats are still top 10 in the AP poll and in the coaches poll. I want to say they are number 10 in the AP. No, they're, yeah, they're number 10 in the AP and number nine in the coaches poll. So even without them playing, they're still a top 10 team. So that is a plus, but we did not get to see the Bearcats get their first road test. And I was looking forward to it just because they've had their first three games at Nipper stadium and you know how it is, even with, with minimal fans or no fans in the building, when you go on the road, it's a different animal. I just wanted to see how those guys were going to play on the road and get it out the way. But now, now they will have a game against SMU, um, which will be a top 25 game on the road. Now it'll be their first road test. We will get into that a little bit later, but I still want to hop back on this um, Tulsa situation. As um, people know, if you've been paying attention or watching, you know, checking out the site, um, his name is Ali Green the fourth. After the Bearcats um, had to cancel or postpone, this game is moved to December fifth. Um, a lot more fuels on the in the fire now because Ali Green the fourth put out a tweet that says he's starting to think teams are ducking the, ducking the smoke, not wanting to smoke. So he he was implying that the Bearcats could have possibly played and they didn't play because they're scared of Tulsa. Um, which is crazy to me personally, but um, I guess with Tosa beating you know UCF recently, they were feeling themselves, and he put that tweet out, and it was met by a lot, a lot, a lot of pushback by you know UC players, which I totally understand. They were very respectful with, nah, uh, they weren't like rude with how they were saying it, but you could tell they mean business. Um, from Justin Harris to you know. To James Hudson, to Jared Dokes, to Trey Tucker. I mean, there's a lot of dudes, you know, Sauce Gardner that took obsession, you know, you know, to that, to what, you know, the Tulsa players said. So I hope that dude is ready to play in December because if he's not, it's going to be real interesting because I looked at some of the tweets and I was like, man, these, these dudes don't, these dudes are ticked off. They probably wish they can uh, play in the backyard against these boys because, I mean, I just watched that. The one I looked at was James Hudson. James Hudson said something, and a dude tried to laugh it off, and James Hudson just like gave him the nah, nah, for real kind of response. And that's not a dude that you want to smoke with. James Hudson is a big man and quick, and I feel sorry for who he got to block. And the thing about it is James Hudson is, is possibly going to be able to get to him on a pull block. So just think about it. That cornerback comes down on a sweep, and you got James number 55 coming at you full steam. And he's going to put a little bit extra sauce on it because you're talking trash on Twitter. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes, man, from a game that had um, it had some some hype. Nobody really cared per se because of like it was not like it's a rivalry or anything. But this um, but the way the guy talked about the Bearcats saying these guys are ducking them is going to add fuel to the fire. It's going to make this game be something that you want to watch more than just the score. You're going to be watching, you know, how people's, how those pass are popping. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but it's going to be interesting. That green kid better, you know, eat his Wheaties 
I know that's an old saying, but yeah, that's real. So, all right, we're going to check out for this, this first segment. That one's over. JT Smith for the front office. Checking back in, guys. This segment, we're going to talk about the SMU matchup. This is a top 25 matchup. SMU is coming into this game, number 16 in the AP poll and in the coaches poll. I watched them play a few times at 5 0. I definitely watched the majority of the game when they played Tulane. Um, they have good receivers. Their running backs pretty good. Their defense is solid. Um, quarterbacks. Man, he's up and down. He's not bad. I mean, he's a big playmaker. I think the Bearcats defense can can get to him. If that defensive line gets that pressure, then with those cornerbacks, I think they'll be able to get a couple of good plays. It's just the thing about it is, is will the quarterback, you know, the Bearcats quarterback make enough plays? I think they'll be able to run the ball with, our, with the Bearcats offensive line. It'll be very interesting. The only thing that's going to be interesting is see how fast that SMU can tr- try to jump out on UC because this is their first road game. So that's going to be something I'll watch consistently because, you know, this is the Bearcats' first road game. And it's a top 25 team. So that's huge in itself. Um, but I think the Bearcats are a better team personally. And that's not even me being biased. I just think the Bearcats' defense is so much better than a lot of the teams in the AAC that it's not. It's not even funny. Um, like in all levels of the game, barring something crazy, I just feel like they are so stout everywhere. Um, got quality cornerbacks. You got solid, great safeties. You got better than average linebackers led by Jarrell White. The defensive line, you could play up to eight deep in there, you know, led by my Jay Sanders. You just have so much that SMU is going to have to worry about. It's going to be very interesting to see how they try to attack this team. So if the offense just stays solid, scores, doesn't turn the ball over, I don't see how SMU is going to be able to, to garner enough to, to attack and beat this team. Um, they struggle with Tulane. Tulane's better than their record, honestly. But at the end of the day, I was rooting for SMU to win because I, want this, I wanted this game to be a top 25 game for the Bearcats. If they lost to Tulane, then this game would be the Bearcats coming in at 9-10 against a non-ranked opponent. So the more ranked teams the Bearcats can play, at the end of the day, it's going to help for this college football playoff dream that everybody in Bearcat Nation has. Um, from the beginning of the season, we know that's what the goal is. And when you watch them play, you can see this is a team that's possibly good enough to get it done. If the offense gets clicking like you know it could possibly you know, do, then the Bearcats will be in a very, very, very good place come December and January. So, you know, this could be a crazy, crazy, crazy season that this game on Saturday will push the envelope for the Bearcats to, you know, put that stamp on this season. This game will be on ESPN2 at 9 p.m. So everybody that has regular cable, um, ESPN will be able to watch it. This won't be an ESPN Plus game, which... I'm freaking ecstatic about. Um, you should be ecstatic about it also. So um, we'll see what happens on Saturday. I think the Bearcats will win. I don't know what the point spread is. I'm not even going to check it. I always say they don't. They won't cover just because, just for my own sanity. So um, as a person that covers the team and want them to do well, I just think the Bearcats will win in a convincing fashion. And then after this game, more people will be talking about the Bearcats um, on a national level. So we'll see what happens. 
and I'm that we're done with that second segment. So, but go Bearcats. For our final segment, we're going to kind of jumble this one up with two, two on one, because the Bearcats just got a commitment for the 2021 class from safety cornerback Jonah Lytle out of McKinley in Canton, Ohio. So we got three star um, safety cornerback coming. Um, he'll be the 19th commitment commit of the 2021 class which is another strong class for luke fickle and the gang i just wanted to make sure i talk about that because as i was taking a break it was announced that he is committing so the young man just decommitted from toledo yesterday is committing to uc today last time that happened where it was a decommitment from toledo and it went to uc that was michael warren so you know how good that was for the Bearcats. Maybe this young man can uh, do something similar um, during his time with the Bearcats. So good luck to Mr. Lytle for um, committing to the Bearcats. And then the last thing I want to speak about on this podcast today is, you know, the Bearcats have had two bye weeks unintentionally. You know, they had one intentionally, but then you had another bye week because of, you know, COVID st- situation. Um the Bear, the Bearcats quarterback play will be on full display on Saturday, and it will be very important. So hopefully um, Desmond Ritter can go to the next level and just, you know, build upon the success he's had over the years, but hit those big plays that the Bearcats need. Because if he can be consistent, especially on the mid-range to deep balls, the Bearcats will be, honestly, I don't see a team in the AAC beating them. Honestly, that's just my humble opinion. You can say I'm right or wrong, but I'm sticking with it until I see them lose. That's my opinion. You cannot make me change. So we'll see what happens. Um, make sure you guys check out the front office news. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at front office news. I'm JT Smith. I'm signing out. Peace. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze. Let me squeeze.